Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Sorry, I was very distracted by a story that Lori just sent me for tomorrow about oh, McDonald's. Johnny, don't, 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 don't. No, no, no. I just, it's, I'm just, I was, it was very distracting, Lori. Yes, I know. Very distracting. We'll yeah. get to that tomorrow. But uh, I do want to mention that, uh, as uh, most of you know, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, my talk, of course, is involved, and it's brought to you by Southern Lights Beat It Breast Cancer. You can check out our website for a list of resources to raise awareness and highlight many local organizations who offer support to those battling the disease we've also got some october events listed on the website that we're part of or we recommend that you be part of in support of breast cancer awareness so the keyword to use at mytalk1071.com is awareness Awareness. all right thank you donnie Mm -hmm. and happy birthday mr president president jimmy carter is 95 today now the oldest living u.s president with uh, george bush dying at 94 yeah, somebody, I just That's retweeted something. a cute video of him on a plane in um, 2017 where he was just flying coach and he shook hands with every single person on the plane. That's so sweet. And the Star Tribune this week had a great story about one of the reporters went to what's ever the small town in Georgia yeah. that's from Plains mm-hmm. and went to his Sunday service because he does a Sunday service. He at preaches? Yeah, he gives a... Homily, or he gives a, a little story. Yeah, he does something. something. He gets up and speaks okay. every week. And wow, Rosalind teaches Sunday school. And the only thing they said is that there's really no place to go and eat after church gets out if you don't have no pancake house. No, there's no restaurant. Oh, uh, there's no, 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 nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. that's open on Sunday. But oh, a couple of the sure, hotels have sense. places. But sure. anyway, it's kind of a just what else there was to do on there, and what kind of an amazing thing it is to see. Him get up and oh, I'm sure. You know. Yeah, he and Rosalind have been married for seventy three. Isn't that years. something? Yeah. Anyway, okay. So the premiere of Maleficent, yes, Mistress of yes, Evil, yes, happened yes. last night in Hollywood, and we posted all the photos. Oh my gosh, she or excuse me, it was the London premiere, and it was uh, she brought all the kids. They're all wearing something that you could tell that they. Each picked out, you know, sure. Shiloh's more in a fancy dress, like her Not mom. Not Shiloh, I Vivian. Mean, Viv- no, no, the uh, Z. Zahara is in a fancy dress. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're all, you can tell they picked it all out. They right. just look like they're having fun because you literally just, when you do the photographer wall, they, the photographers just scream and yell at you. Look, look over, over here, here. look over here, look yeah, over here. Yeah, and they were yeah. just laughing and having yes. fun. And and then Michelle Pfeiffer had an amazing dress on and Elle Fanning looked like a wood nymph. But what was so interesting to me 
is in the sit-down interviews that they did with the entertainment journalists, whether it was Extra, Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood. They had Angelina, L, and Michelle. Michelle Pfeiffer, all three sit down and do a group interview. So the star... Angelina would not be asked questions about Brad Pitt. Well, she stopped and answered questions. We've got a yeah, question a from the red carpet. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, she's not shutting any kind of anything that down. I think it's a more of a strategic thing that they don't want to have any kind of like conversation about the th- the women being against each sure. other and having any of that kind of talk spilled post movie. So that you just have they, to do the interview together. It was, it which was is what they did for like, uh, I'm trying to think of the movie. Um, that all the women were in, or Big Little Eyes. Nice. Remember, yep. that was their strategy. Yep. You know, because that, so here's just a little okay. Angelina uh, on the red carpet. How excited are they to see the film? Are they going to watch it with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. I know you said in an interview recently that you've rediscovered yourself. What do you feel like you've rediscovered about yourself in this chapter of your life? When your kids are a certain age, you go through stages and you want to make sure they're safe and you want to make sure that they understand certain values. And then you get to a place where you've done a lot of that and you feel that they're good and you also want them to know joy. And it brings back a part of you that... Uh, it's fun and alive and silly. I don't know how you have the energy to do what you do. These films, all those children, all the humanitarian work you do. Like, do you have more hours in the day than everyone else? It's very sweet. I, I'm a very fortunate woman that I get to do what I love. She's got help. Yeah. You yeah. know, she's got help. Yep. She's got drivers and all of yep. that. But she did must have, she must have told all the kids to wear black because they all are wearing something black. She's yep. got the scorpion brooch on her i mean they just look like they were having fun they did look like they were having and fun Larry. probably i do think i kind of feel like you told me that when your kids get to be kind of that tween teenager how funny they are they're very funny that that was one of your fun. they're funny. your joys about it because you're like just as the age where they're kind of maybe pushing you away at the same time they're not mm-hmm. they're funny yeah they're funny as heck mm-hmm. so Anyway, Angelina was wearing Versace, and that's a real scorpion brooch. Okay, do we have any more audio, or should I give you some? Yeah, you can no, give me some. All right, I wrote it all down. Okay, write, okay. write it all down. Okay, so I wrote it all down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one of the questions was asked about um, relationships, okay? And mm-hmm. um, it was just kind of a broad thing about relationships, and, and Angelina Jolie said, Maleficent she just doesn't really trust humans. Do you remember hearing that? Yes. During the interview, and I thought that was interesting. And and it doesn't always end up well. And and then she looks at the camera and said, well, it doesn't. It do- yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. so true. I mean, you know. Right. And then um, they said advice for your younger self. Michelle Pfeiffer said she was always too frightened. She didn't go grow up going to, like, Juilliard or she didn't have this classic training of acting background. We have a big story on it. But her thing was she always felt like they were going to find her out that she didn't have the training. She didn't have the background. She didn't have the toolbox to be doing what she was doing. So that was one of her big fears. Yeah. When she was I'm surprised they were able to get that because they when you set every when you do the group interviews. They they three of them. Okay. They might have had, but all of their sit down where they stay in the room and like the the one junket that we ever did. And it is not, I mean, I I just wonder if that was just a deliberate strategy on the part of Disney to 
Just have Frank. have the three of them play off each other. Mm-hmm. They should have yeah, done this with sense. Joaquin Phoenix yeah, and the Joker. Should've. With all right, so the uh, another question was advice for your younger self. Like, okay. And Angelina Jolie said, "Hang on." <laughs> and then she also said, "You'll love being a mom." So those that was her. Oh, that was good. Yeah. So those were the um, things that I wrote down. And Elle Fanning. Um, she said she was 12 years old when she played Aurora in The Last Maleficent. Yeah. And that was with Charlize Theron. Uh-huh. And that she's just, she just loves being a part of it. It's so much fun and it's just so different for her. Yeah. Uh, the Access, uh, I did watch Access and right off the top they had someone, a person, a regular person coming out of the movie mm-hmm. theater. What was your reaction to Maleficent? Because this was a huge premiere or whatever right? there. And she, the, they, they didn't, they just bleeped out the, Biatch's part, but I just love that them bitches were all in charge, but of course in a nice, you know, yes. British accent. Yes. And and they just were like showed it to the ladies and the joy that all three of them had on their faces to be described as that. They were like, Oh yeah, they get the movie. Yeah. Because it looks really it good. It really looks good. I think it's gonna be fun. She just looked like she was having fun, and fun is not a word I would have associated with Angelina Ever. before now. Ever. Really. You know what I mean? Ever. On that red carpet. She happy. Mm-hmm. She just did. Like, they were just having Big fun. Smile. And I guess, you know, I guess it is It's not an easy road getting involved in the tail ends of somebody else's marriage. May not always end up happily ever after for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't always end well. So there you go. Okay, so other things that are mm-hmm. happening. So Liza Minnelli yes. um, is standing firm on her policy that she's not going to see the movie Judy, Judy, oh. Judy, which comes. It already came out last week, but it's going to have a wider distribution this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was just at the Uptown last week. Yeah. And I I cannot wait to see this movie. I can't. And either. she said um, sources told TMZ that she most likely won't see it because she's always stayed away from on screen depictions of her mom. And herself, and and it's this the one last year of her life. I which can is, see it, which is really painful. And our vintage scandal tomorrow is going to be about her manager, who was really her watcher during the last four years of her career, which was her life. Yep. Yeah. And talking about how amazing it was and difficult it was and what she was going yeah. through at the time. I don't time. think Renee should take this personally at no. all. No, 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 no. not at all. No. And because she had the, they had a premiere in London for Judy. Yes, and Donnie, they did. She wore an amazing dress and carried color. an umbrella. Yeah. She yes. looked lovely. You don't see that very often. So it wasn't a covered, they don't cover the uh, movie theater red carpet. No. But I don't think uh anyone needs to feel personally. I don't know if you would want to see that either if that I was I don't either and because it was so it, the la, it's those were hardcore years. No one would hire Judy Garland. No one, you know, she and needed she to prove herself. She was the oldest daughter. Maybe there's like painful stuff that she like has regrets about with her mom, even though she's like 22, 23. What could she do? When her mom passed, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, Judy Garland's 46, 47. Yeah. So what the heck is is your, your oldest daughter at the age of 20-something going to do to tell you to, Come. you know, whatever? So I, I totally see yeah. that. Yeah, I... I it, it surprises me that Liza Minnelli is only 74. Well, she, Judy Garland was a young mom. Yeah, but I, it, I not even that. Like, she acts like a 79 or 80-year-old woman. I mean, <laughs> I feel the what? only what? reason... 
I'm saying this is what? because she seems like a woman in her 80s. She seems way more fragile. Yeah. Well, she is. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's had she struggled. Replacement. Yeah. She's had, she's had drug she's addiction. Had drinking problems. Alcohol. Yeah, yeah. She's been Married famous for a long time. Were, yeah. These things, uh, they it's wear aged out. her harder than some other people. Yeah. I did notice that. Yeah. Funnier than funny. I don't know how many. I mean, David Guest alone could have aged her 10 Oh, years. my gosh. And having Michael Jackson there and David Guest. And there's one more person. Who Elizabeth else? Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. yeah. The famous I'll wedding photo of all times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right, listen. We got to go because we, I know, are going to have a really amazing dirt alert. Yay! Something that happened earlier today that is very, very significant. We'll be- this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, I know you're bringing us royal dirt. Yes, there's a lot of royal dirt this afternoon in the form of a royal lawsuit that was announced this afternoon. Meghan Markle has filed a lawsuit against the UK tabloid Mail on Sunday and its parent company, Associated Newspapers, for its part in publishing one of her private letters. News of the lawsuit was announced today. On the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, I can never say that word, Sussex. Sussex, yes, on their official website. That post, the announcement of this lawsuit, also included a strongly worded letter from Prince Harry, who outlined the couple's decision to file the suit. Some of the quotes from that statement include, though this action may not be the safe one, it is the right one, because my deepest fear is history repeating itself. I've seen what happens when someone I love is commoditized to the point that they are no longer treated or seen as a person. I lost my mother, and now I watch my life falling victim to the same powerful forces, of course. He is referring to Mother Princess Diana, who was killed in 1997 in Paris when her limo crashed while attempting to evade the paparazzi. But he's calling out specifically the racist coverage. I mean, they have been working. He's They're paying for this lawsuit so in their, themselves. It says just Meghan Markle yes, is suing Yes, Meghan it. is suing them. Harry that's, isn't. He's, okay. But he wrote the letter. Well, of course, I'm reading that. It's a love shield. <laughs> yeah, so the law firm representing Meghan Markle called the letter's publication that we're referring to the source of the lawsuit. Now, it's not uh, for sure. We're not 100% sure what this letter was, which one this was, but we're all kind of assuming that it was the private letter that Meghan Markle wrote to her dad that was published earlier this year, if yep, you remember. that's what I think. Yeah, and that's what a lot of other people think, too, mm-hmm. Julia. Uh, they're saying that that letter's publication is intrusive and unlawful, and that it's part of a campaign by this media group to publish false and deliberately derogatory stories about her, as well as her husband. And given the refusal of Associated Newspapers to resolve this issue satisfactorily. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
That means that they've been working for quite some time for a private settlement. We have issued proceedings to redress this breach of privacy. This was a surprise offensive because they're coming home from their trip. They could have waited till the end of the week. They wanted to show because they've had some glowing coverage. Sure. Because the joy on people's faces as they have met Archie and she's gone to all these schools. And I mean, people are really excited to see Harry and Meghan. And they do, so the Daily Mail did know that this was coming. They don't give a, he's furious. He said, I can't, he's so furious. there is a human cost to this relentless propaganda, specifically when it's knowingly false and malicious. He's launching the first strike. Yes. I love this. We've continued to put on a brave face. Yeah. As so many of you can relate to, I cannot begin to describe They're how so painful. bullied. I mean, you can't believe the crap that's up on the Daily Mail. That's just blatantly racist. We've been saying this for and this lawsuit is uh, specifically mail on Sunday. So and the Daily and, and the Associated mm. Newspaper. So what they're the saying Sun is that mm-hmm. that the um, bullying. I mean, that was a word specifically used in this letter, and they said that there comes a point when the only thing to do is to stand up to this behavior because it destroys. We I mean, all there know is it isn't a, acceptable. Yeah, there's a story that's still up on the Daily Mail. Uh, Harry's girl is almost straight out of Compton gang scarred home of her mother revealed. So will he be dropping by for tea? Talking about dread. I mean, we don't go and look at them. They are the the daily onslaught of stories that are about them and that they like turning kind of a blind eye to old Prince Andrew and all the dirty that he's being investigated by people and trying to put... It's just got to be exhausting. It's gotten to Megan, and I love that Harry is doing this. I just love it, finally. And like you said, Lori, earlier in the segment, that Harry and Megan are paying for this themselves. And they said that any proceeds from any court victory will be donated to an anti-bullying charity. Wow. Because they really are. It's, it's unbelievable every day. And I love looking at the Daily Mail, but I get so, do so I. mad when I see their stories, because I just yeah, think they're them. so racist. They are. The underlying tone, the implication. Yeah, and I would say that as much as we look at the Daily Mail, which is arguably one of the world's biggest tabloids, always be careful when you're reading any Daily Mail story, whether it's about the royals, yeah. a celebrity, always pay attention to the way that they word their stories, right. because there is an agenda behind them and just read between the lines be an mm-hmm. informed media consumer now i will say that the mail on sunday their spokesperson told the bbc that we category categorically deny that the duchess's letter was edited in any way that changed its meaning so they're not denying that they published it obviously yeah. they're just saying we had this piece of information and we put it out there probably for the public good of information and having oh. those resources oh. so that's the position they, they they're still taking. haven't self-reported it themselves. The other tablets yeah. are well, reporting yeah, they're getting not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, No, okay. no. All right. Well, naturally, we will keep you updated. There'll be more tomorrow. There because will, there's no. a lot to unpack if you read that statement of, oh, of, yeah. of his. He's I'm picking up Greg, more of it from different news sites. Granny though, too. has given her blessing. She's had enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this seems like it has the full emotional backing and support of the firm, Queen Elizabeth, other people, because 
they've been having issues with the tabloids for decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way that they report on the family mm-hmm. and, and all of these other things. So I can naturally believe that Queen, Queen and, Elizabeth and they, is getting support. And they let it go with Princess Diana. You know, they right. didn't really believe that it was that bad that she felt right. tortured and hounded. It was She was sort of poo-pooed. Mm-hmm. Well, and Harry and William... Diana's children are the future of the British monarchy. So listening to them, taking their perspectives into consideration and moving forward with these actions, it needs to be done. And happy wife, happy life isn't happening if if your wife feels like she is being hounded by these people in this country that she's moved to and she's probably despaired. What have I done? Right. What have I done? Can you imagine Mm-mm. having that much vitriol aimed at you? Yeah. Well, Meghan Markle, well, they were wrapping up their trip. She did get a little cute pair of jeans for Archie when she was uh, touring so, uh, some artisans oh, and did. stuff. So, yes, yeah, so she is there putting on a public face. It's been so fun. All tour. these schools that she's gone to, these these. Kids are just going nuts. Yeah, they you are. Know, they just are so happy. Yeah, there's a group of children uh, outside of Johannesburg's Victoria Yards where she got these pair of jeans and all the kids. You could just tell that they're really excited to yeah. see Meghan Markle there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll move on from that story. We will naturally have updates for you as the story progresses. But uh, let's talk about this interview that Helen Mirren is giving to Radio Times over in the UK. And she's talking about uh, her views on sexuality. She says that she doesn't believe in binary sexuality and insists that there's no such thing as male and female because we're all somewhere in the middle. She says she came to this conclusion an awfully long time ago that uh, there is black, there is white, we're all somewhere in the middle in this wonderful mix of male and female. And she said that she feels very lucky to be in her world of acting and drama because she thinks there's an awful lot of actors that have both male and female in them. She, this must be a Catherine the Great yeah. interview. Was Catherine the Great, yeah. um, did she like ladies and men? I don't know. I I'm believe gonna, she did. I'm going to Google yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So she is giving an interview for uh, the Catherine the Great miniseries. I don't know where it's airing in the United HBO. States. Do you know HBO? HBO because yep. it's ITV over in the UK. It's like October it's, it 12th or something like that. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Mm. We need something to you hold the place. You gave me the Catherine the Great did. historical novel. It was so good. She's a fascinating woman. I'm excited. It's only a four Parter, so she had like 22 male lovers. Yeah. Please tell me she had some women. Many of them were younger. I don't see any right. women. Well, oh, 22. Well, well that's going to be a wonderful placeholder before the crown season three yes. makes its debut that's in November true. over that's on true. Netflix. So much royal news. Oh, I know. Thank you, Thank Holly, you. so much. Uh, hit us up with what's happening on the traffic. All right. Well, it's been a pretty messy commute because of all this rain this afternoon. Your My Talk traffic is brought to you by American Never say, I guess I kind of like the way you help me and so will you love Double duh. Oh, double oh. duh, you guys. I've really reached. Okay. The, have you reached the bottom island? of the barrel? How <laughs> no. low can we go? No, but no, she this, can see it from here. Yeah, right. if only we could see it. That's right. She's reached into the cave. Well, I, I've reached into um, a study involving a thousand children between the ages of six and 16 were surveyed about something. And it's we're going to say duh. And then we're going to feel we're old. Okay. What? Okay. Okay. 48% of kids, and again, this study was done, 1,000 kids okay. ages 6 to 16 were polled, and 48% think they will live to see people 
living on Mars. On Mars. Yeah, isn't That's that right. something? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you keep hearing stuff about it. It's just in the paper yesterday. Elon Musk exactly, thinks he's going to go to Mars by 2024. Yeah. 65%. I don't want to live on another no, planet. No, but 65% of the kids are anxious about the environment. So that's why, that's a dub, but I, I'm surprised a, it's not higher. Well, but some don't care. 65 is pretty high. I think it is. And uh, 34% um, absolutely agree that not enough is being done to address it, and they're they're worried they're going to have to deal with it. Well, yes. Duh. Duh. Yeah. I know it. There anyway, isn't so enough. That's kind done. of a depressing one. Sorry. Here's a good one, though. Please. Uh, remember, we did the old adage happy wife, happy life. Yes. And it had some uh, study finds that, that showed that that is true. Yes. Well, here's another one. Okay. A study finds that uh, the old adage from that good old philosopher, Frederick Nietzsche. Not Frederick. You know, he said. Mr. Uh, Nietzsche himself. What yeah. does not kill me makes me stronger in 1888. Yeah, yes. Very common saying. Well, guess what? Failure does breed success. It does. And that is, they found, this is from the scientists at Northwestern University have established a causal relationship between failure and subsequent success in the future. And it turns out, historically, while we've been successful in point, pointing all the benefits of success, we never correlated and understood what failure played in as part of successful people. Until recently. Yeah, until Because they, they do talk about it. The failures are where you learn the most about yourself. It's kind of interesting. They studied uh, the National Institutes of Health between 1991 and 2005 were analyzed. And they, they, they were looking at scientists and they put them into two groups. The... Uh, the near misses, the scientists who failed to secure funding by just a few points. Okay. And then the just made made it, the scientists who just barely qualified for funding. And then they studied the number of papers each scientist did over 10 years. Anyway, they analyzed all that and uh, they uh, just said, you know, the weed out a factor, the theory that early career failure... Um, is a key thing in someone having to work twice as hard to try and I'm going to figure out another way to get this yes. done. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it seems like, uh, but they they hadn't ever looked at that much data yeah. and they just looked at scientists. And we had this in our book. I think it's on tomorrow, The Gifted School. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Remember the woman who's trying to get funding for a thing and it's a whole a department thing. of people? Yes. It's a very... Apparently, if we had this, we were doing this kind of thing. It's a lot of stress and writing grants, writing grants, and trying to figure mm-hmm. out if you're going to get the money. So they thought that this would be a good group of people because they're the scientists. You know, they that's a big part of the scientific community. You is have getting, to write grants to f- do research on new things and continue yeah. the research projects. So anyway, yeah. voila! Failure breeds success. Yeah. Okay. So it's a counter narrative to the old Matthew effect, which I wasn't. What? I wasn't uh, familiar <laughs> with. I was familiar is with it, the Peter principle. Uh, what's the Matthew effect? The Matthew effect is a principle that asserts that wealth leads to more wealth, or success begets more success. Okay. Okay. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and the Peter principle is people getting promoted above their abilities into positions yes. they have no yes. business right. being in. We can think of a 
few examples of yes, that. Yes, you're right. To the level of your own incompetence. That's right, Danny. So anyway, so <laughs> that's right. good. And then this I thought was so interesting. Now, okay. moms might say it's a study of dub, but yet we can use this to our advantage. Okay. So have your teenagers and tweenagers tune out of the conversation right now. This is a very interesting study that they did. It was conducted at Cardiff University in Wales, and it's the first ever to examine how teenagers respond to different tones of voice when receiving instructions from their moms. So it's a thousand kids. They don't like it when you yell at them. 486 males, Mm -hmm. 514 males, all females, excuse me, all of them 14 to 15. And um, if parents want conversations with their teens to have the most benefit, here's what you need to do. Because this is what they had the moms do. Each mother recorded 30 different phrases, all centered around schoolwork. It's time now to go to school. You've got to read this book tonight, or you will do well on this assignment or that test. And after hearing all the sentences, each teen took a survey about how they'd feel if their mom had spoken to them in that way. And the three tones were controlling, neutral, or supportive. Okay. Controlling, I'm assuming, means gruff. You will read this book tonight, or you will do well in this assignment, or you need to get to school tonight, Mm -hmm. or or supportive. You will do this assignment tonight. Yeah. And you'll be great. The results, here's what they found. Most of the time, teens who listen to moms making motivational, motivational statements and a controlling tone of voice respond in an undesirable way. Imagine, Imagine that. Kids don't yeah. like getting yelled at. Uh, so what way so why, do we, why do we do that? It's just you lose patience? Yeah. yeah. Come on, do your it's homework. It's human nature. Yeah, but the teenage years, uh, here's what they, they said. It's easy for parents to forget what it's like to be that age when everything is amplified. You're stressed. You're tired. You've got pressure. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. So maybe your tolerance for being supportive. But if you would like to get that age to be, um, uh, you know, they're less likely to obey you if you're yelling loudly. Yes, this is true. You know, so Mm -hmm. they've got the proof now, the scientific proof. Well, so that's that's a good thing to know. Yeah, it was published in the uh, scientific journal Developmental Psychology. And next... Uh, up and most of the time, you know, during the experimental part, I mean, the the responses of all the kids were identical, with the only difference being the mom's tone of voice on how they were going to respond. Right. So, mm-hmm. oh, wise yeah. words. Just mm-hmm. be perfect, mothers. Well, I know, and they didn't I, do they didn't say. do the dads. No, it's a they lot. They just did the moms. Yeah. You know, they the next step is to do because they're more the taskmasters. <clears throat> see if yes. the a dad's tone of voice is different. But that's I'm where they telling you, with the I think kids would follow if a dad said it in an angry, gruff voice. Do your homework now. From a dad, I feel well, like that's what this I'm Cardiff thinking, University wants to do yeah, next. I, I is think do the, the reactions same thing. would be the same. 
I don't. I don't. Really? No. no. How would um, they differ? You know, there's just always, maybe it's changed. Yeah, maybe it has. We'll wait for the study. Yeah, okay. But it is typical for the average teen to disregard mom or dad's orders more often at those age. But if you've been having trouble with the teen. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In your life, they're they will cooperate even less with you if you have a controlling yes, I, tone this of is voice. True. All right, okay. That is all we have. For Thank the you, study love. Of Duh Fantastic. Today. Fantastic. We'll be back with the rest of the headlines. Come on, little lady, give us a smile. No, I ain't got nothing to smile about. I got no one to smile for. I waited a while for a moment to say I don't owe you. to be singing right now nightmare because that's our favorite uh headline today is that uh based on social media walmart and target the favorite movie candy by state has wisconsinite scene yellow because guess what their candy is it during a movie yeah favorite movie candy by state based on social media walmart and target sales now Drawbreakers. california got dots uh washington state got Reese's Pieces. We got Almond Joy. Yum. Um, M&M's belongs to South Dakota. Candy Corn belongs to Iowa. Yeah, Good and Plenty, Michigan. Guess what Wisconsin got? Cheese. Craft cheese slices. (laughs) Oh, American. Okay, first of all, Wisconsin people are eating real cheese from real dairies, not... Craft pasteurized pot. Oh, that's you get the best cheese in the world. I know in you can. Yeah. You totally can at every store. At every little yes. place, you can yes. get like some amazing cheese. Curd. They're not eating craft. 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 I mean, you know, cheese. maybe they might buy it. It's easy for some stuff, but I mean, every person I've ever milk. known from Wisconsin it's is good quite cheese. proud of their. And it's so affordable. And it's so good. No, it's yeah. a little odd eating cheese in a theater. Well, cheese. No other, nobody else. <laughs> nobody everybody else, else has candy. Candy, candy, candy. And they there's old cheese. Wisconsin. Well, keep the, yeah, there is you know, old, the stereotype yeah. alive. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Old Colorado got dum-dums like anybody likes those things. No, and they, they're the so suckers. little. Yeah, I know, they keep getting smaller. Bumps. They're like your size of your pinky. All right, mm-hmm. so this is important to people okay. because the Twins playoff game, we know they're playing the Yankees Friday and is it Sunday? Whatever. Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In New York. Yes. But the MLB Network 
is where the twins are going to air on Friday night. And if you have Comcast mm-hmm. and don't have the extra sports package, you you will not see it. Oh, it will it. cost you nine ninety nine to sign up for the extra sports package a bar. for a month. Go to a bar is what I was going to say. But yeah. if you can't go to the bar, I'm thinking my mom doesn't want to go sit in a bar for the she game. Can come to our house. We get this channel. You get MLB? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, okay. MLB, I know I do too, I'm pretty sure. Um, but what the first one's going to be on MLB and the next, you know, however many the series goes, will be on Fox. Okay. But Fox does not provide, you know, D- Dish does not get Fox anymore. Yes, they lost their carriage. Yes, they uh, lost it. Right. Yes, but... Yes. Here's something good for them. So DirecTV, Dish Network, and Sling TV are offering MLB Network for free October 1st through the 11th. Comcast is charging. So so it's just game one right now until we get in the second round, people. But I think that's a good thing to alert people because you'd kind of be like, why can't I watch the game? Oh, boy. And and Bob Costas is going to be calling the game on Friday night. And I I love old Bob. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boy, fans are very upset about Grand Hotel being canceled by ABC after one season. Well, you and I dumped out of it. We dumped out of it. We dumped. My mom told me we should have come back to watch it. But now it doesn't matter. Uh... Uh, and now they're hoping Hulu or the CW or someone, please pick it up. Grand Hotel. My mom said it had a great, the way it all wrapped up. Did it? The person who bugged me the most on that you show. Liked the, you hated the guy. The guy, Damien Bashir, was the weak link in that whole damn show. You said he seemed disinterested. Yes. <laughs> He's in his acting. Yes. Okay, showbiz veteran named new executive director for Princess Paisley Park. Did you guys read the story? Uh-uh. Tell us who it um, is. Elvis has indeed left the building. Yes, he And has. a showbiz executive with experience at NBC and the NBA is going to take over leadership at Paisley Park. Adam Seifert was named executive director, effective today, replacing Graceland's holding Joel Winnishaker. Let's see here. Prince's estate has hired two California-based entertainment companies uh, to work on the development of Paisley Park. Sheffert was most recently the New York-based president of Midnight Blue Management, focusing on live events such as Black Girls Rock Festival and BET Experience at LA Live. He's also served in senior positions at Viacom, NBC Universal, NBA, and Fox Television. Mm, a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. But in running, uh, well, well, museum, big organization. Yeah, yeah. Los Angeles native. All right. I don't know, Julia. I'm honored to help bring Prince's vision to life. He's excited. Yeah, well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean. Jeez. He's an experienced entertainment about, I, I'm executive. I'm so sad I about Graceland leaving because they, I just think they would have done a great job, but I feel like there was fighting going on there. He has lifelong enthusiasm for um, Prince. I believe right? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but it's very fun. hard. It's like Aretha Franklin's family is fighting right now With over the many wills, wills that they got going yep. on in that family. I mean, they're... They're asking everybody and their brother to get Clive involved. Davis is now being yeah, dra- he's been brought dragged in because she recorded for Arista at the end of her uh, yeah career. Oh Lord! So yeah. uh, anyway, there's just there's the family is mad at the person who's the representative of the estate, the Sabrina Owens. They're that they're saying she hasn't accounted for things, and it's just real, real, it's so real messy. messy. Yeah. Yeah. Not as messy as Prince's, 
uh, stuff, but um, she, it's never good when the family doesn't trust the person who's you know. exec. No, you're you know, right. You know, have yeah. you ever been asked to be an executor of anybody's estate and you've said, no, I, I can't take that responsibility? No, my brother always gets it. I've been, I've been the, um, the banker. Yeah, for many gotten, people in the family. Yeah, I'm stuck. I do banking. Yeah, but have you ever heard of anyone who said, you know, like I you, don't want to do it? Uh, yeah, no. but have you ever been asked by anybody and said I don't want to do it? No. Yeah, and have you ever been asked like, can I name if something happened to my kids? Could I name you as the people who would raise my children? I've asked people that. You have. Obviously, I didn't ask you. No, I'm just. Thinking. Well, you never made a will. I have a will now. now I just you need do. it signed. No, yeah, but now all the years. No, my thing. No, I know okay. it. You yelled at us about that. No, I um, I've made a will because I have a friend. I have a will because I refuse. I after all this. Yeah, but I have a friend who's a friend of hers asked her, "Will you be an executor on my estate?" And she, she just said no. She said no. Why? Tell me why. What was the reason? It would be. She was worried that um she would. Be stuck in the middle of a family family stuff. I can see that um, because of something that was going on, something like that. But Mm. she just didn't. She's like, it should be uh, an uncle, or she felt it should be somebody in the family. In the family, yeah. I would say no too. Yeah. Who wants to be involved in that stuff? Well, I was just asking you guys if you've ever been. I haven't been asked. Nobody's asked me anything except being a godmother. I got to ask that. Did you say no? No, I said yes, and then I felt so bad because I may. Hub and I, at the time, uh, you know, got divorced like a year later. We're like terrible godparents. You can still be a godparent and be divorced. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know. I'm still a godparent and divorced. I know, but I'm just saying it felt like I, yeah. my girlfriend, oh yeah. You let him down. Yeah, really, God, we're not even going to be sticking around. Right. Good thing I, I kept, picked the wrong couple. I, I kept the checks coming, though. That's, that's the important there, there stuff. There you go. There you go. Have a good night, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.